good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. No matter where you are in the world, I'd like to welcome you back to another episode of Whose World Is This with Junior Renee Bobrun. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you're a first-time listener, thank you guys for listening for the first time and welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. I appreciate you. I've said it time and time again, the fact that you lend me your ears for these rants uh, over and over again uh, uh, is humbling, and I'm grateful for it. It's because of your returning listenership to this ongoing conversation that this platform is expanding the way it is. Um, I'm happy. We are in our 60th episode today. Happy New Year, by the way. Today is January 4th. I'm recording this uh, uh, Tuesday, January 4th, 2022. It's our first episode of the new year, so we're going to start season five this year. If you're a returning listener, you know I like to uh, title my shows early on, and with that title, I go on pretty much an unrehearsed, unscripted sort of rant, and I try to bring everything back to that title. But today, because it's Happy New Year, we're going to call it Happy Year Still Here, or Happy Still Here, because there's a certain level of mortality that has been introduced to our, uh, 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 I guess, zeitgeist over the last year or two, right? This idea of mortality. But we'll get back to that. Um, happy, I like that. Happy still here. I like that a lot, actually. I just came up with that, by the way, off the top. Um, but before we get started, a little housekeeping. You guys know that I've been journaling. My New Year's resolution didn't start January 1st of this year, three days ago. It started about 60 days ago, November 1st. 2021 i started using the lenore batista journal that you can find at chavezhouse.com that's chavez with an s you can go on the website or easier not easy enough you can go on amazon and you can type in chavez house publishing into the uh, search engine uh, the, the the directory chavez with an s by the way and you pick up the gratitude journal it's the an abundant blessed life you will see an ocean with a sunset, sort of a gold brownish cover, beautiful cover by Lenore Batista. And you can see a whole host of other journals there, uh, travel journals, fitness journals. I use the Titan Fit for men. There are also other femme fit journals for women training for my best life. And there's a, there are two jur fit journals for women. They're awesome. And I, um, I encourage you to do that. I encourage you to journal every day. I journal every single day. And sometimes I've forgotten over the last couple of days, I've forgotten to journal at night because it has prompts for the night. It has prompts for you to write down what's, what you're grateful about during the day. And it gives you the prompt and you write down in three or four lines. It could be anything. It could be, I'm grateful that I woke up this morning. You may not have anything else to say at the moment. That's fine. And then afterwards, there are other prompts. So you go back to it and you, you, it forces you or it compels you, I should say, to go back and review it after the day is done. So when you wake up, you're grateful. And you center your life around what you're grateful for. And then before you go to sleep in that very same day, that waking day, before you sleep, you write down what you're grateful for, what was, what was awesome about the day, what you are grateful for about the day that, that just ended before you start the next day. So this is important. It's helped move the needle in the right direction uh, for me personally, um, I didn't want to start my new year in January on January 1st. 
with all the things going on in the world, I felt like I needed to get a head start. It's almost like the person who says, you know what? Tomorrow morning, I got to get up at 4 or 5 a.m. I got a lot to do. So you want to get a head start on things before things get a head start on you. And that's what I did. I got to jump on things before things jumped on me. <clears throat> I, I, I thought that starting January 1st and saying new life, new this, new gym membership, new blah, new, 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 new habits, new diet, you know, all the stuff that we use. I call it resolutionaries. You know, we all turn into these resolutionaries. Uh, first, first, we, we almost treat it like the presidency after the inauguration. First hundred days. Yeah. What are we going to do in our first hundred days as president as, as uh, first hundred days of the new year? And we do these things and sometimes we don't keep those promises to ourselves. So I decided that my New Year's, as important as New Year's is to me, personally, I only have two holidays that I really celebrate. That's my birthday and it's New Year's. And everyone else's birthday that's close to me. And Malcolm X's birthday. That's a very important birthday for me personally. But in any case, there are not a lot of things that I celebrate. This is a day of commemoration and et cetera, et cetera. It's not a lot. But New Year's is very, very important to me. I'm a person who spends a great deal of time in reflection mode, I use my birthday as a day of celebration and reflection. I use New Year's as a day for, for celebration and reflection. And um, I use it as a litmus. It shows me how far I've come or not and where I need to go going forward. And oftentimes, it's not always a sunny picture. You know, I don't look at my life through rose-tinted glasses. So sometimes I look at the year and I'll go, whew. This year, ugh, that last year, ooh, I'm glad to get it out of my system. Or I look and I say, I'm not better off now than I was a year ago. What do I do to change that? So it forces me. I use those two days. And it's interestingly, coincidentally enough, they, they, my birthday is at the end of the year. My birthday is November. And, um, my, uh, uh, and New Year's is the end of the year, beginning of the next year. So it's, it's, I'm very, very happy that that occurs, that those two days that are so important to me happen at the end of a, of a 11, 12-month cycle. And um, that way it gives me time to say, all right, next time we have this conversation, it's going to be different. So I'm happy for each and every one of you that you're here listening to me. I hope that you had a safe New Year. I hope you celebrated it the way you wanted to celebrate it. Um, that's important. There are a lot of things that are out of your control, but the things that you can control, you must control. Listen to what I just said. You must control the things that you can control, period. The things that are within your control. Get to it so you can get through it. This is important. We're not delaying. If there's an envelope, if there's a bill on your dining room table right now and you just looked at it and you threw it to the side, open it. If you need to speak to a bill collector, speak to them and say, I got it or I ain't got, speak to them, get to it so you can get through it. That's what, that's what's going to be one of the main themes of this year for me personally. I'm not putting off things. There are certain conversations that I needed to have with certain people. I had them. November 1st, uh, let's say December was a very important month. I started emailing a couple of people that I, I felt that we weren't on great terms and I felt that this person was valuable enough in my life that they it warranted me reaching out to them and saying hey we need to have a conversation and i immediately went into uh holding myself accountable for if if if, if any in any deteriorating in any uh, deterioration that may have occurred in our relationship 
just start off with that. And I started off with well wishes. And I, I well wished a lot of people who hadn't heard from me in maybe months or years. And I did so. And there's still a couple of people. So I started it in November. I said, I got to get a jump on this new year. So I started this November 1st. I said, nah, this is when my new year starts. There are certain things that are not going to be in my control. All these cancellations. I wanted to take a trip to visit it's a family that's very, very close to me, and they're not in good health at all. As a matter of fact, they're in failing health. We do not know how many Januaries we're going to have, and I couldn't get to them due to all the cancellations. You guys have seen the reports. I think, what is it, 12,000 cancellations, 1,200, whatever? I can't, it was insane. When I looked online, to, it was costing me five figures just to travel 900 miles for two days. And this is before the holiday season. Now, even right now as we speak, in the, in the 4th of January, 2022, the exorbitant prices of the tickets, the prohibitive prices, and on top of that, you're not even guaranteed a seat with the amount of delays that are occur occurring due to a whole host of things. The short staff, uh, the handling, I'm going to say that, the handling of certain issues as far as uh, uh, viruses and, and such and such. So here we are. What you can control, you must control. You have to put yourself in a position where the things that you can get get to, get to it so you can get through it. Very important. That's why we're going to call it happy still here. There's a lot of things that we need to get to this year. They're, 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 um, we spoke about it uh, in the last couple of episodes where I said um, uh, you're going to need family. We're all going to need family more than ever. So I took it upon myself saying these things. I got to practice what I post, right? Or practice what I say, right? So I literally started speaking to these people that I knew were valuable to me. I knew that my life was made better with these people around. And I wanted to be a part of their lives. I wanted to know if everything was okay with them and how I could help. How can I be of service to you? How can I help improve your lot? Uh, improve the quality of your day? How can I do that? Because I'm letting them know that's what you do for me. So I'm here to do that for you. This is important. I took, I just, out of the blue, just cold call, just dip, sent an email out, Oop, sent a text out. I got your numbers. Oh, I don't have a number for this person. Who can I get in contact with to get them? I did everything I could. I, I found some people and I'm still looking. There are a couple of other people out there I'm going to do that. I'm going to uh, seek out. Uh, a couple of other people on my list as well. Very important. The people that are important to me. They're important and they need to know that. This world that we've been in in the last couple of years, how important do you feel? Certain decisions may have been made for you. You may have been, many of you feel disposable, fragile. Think about how fragile life has been. Mortality. I've never thought about mortality as much as I thought about it in the last couple of years. Why? Because so many people passed away. So many more people. With, or, or, or it was highlighted to me how many people were passing away. Okay? I'm talking about artists that I had a great affinity for, entertainers, people that I knew, a uh, couple of people from high school, a uh, couple of people that my barber, you know, in New York, he's gone. And this is a solid. I mean, so 
you know, have friends of mine who've lost people. I and and as as I've also said, I have family that are in failing health, uh, whose health is failing, and so it's forcing you to deal with these things, and you you start to ask yourself these existential questions as to what my my life, uh, you know, who am I in this whole this this dynamic? What's going on? The fragility of of just life in general. What is it? What does it mean? Uh, people are around you telling you it's this it's that telling you should be this or you should do that and you're saying to yourself whoa so there are many many people out there who feel diminished people who've gotten furloughed fired laid off treated with, with disrespect at these jobs feeling as if you know not getting paid with their what they're worth which you're never going to get paid what you're worth is but that's just another story but um a lot of these things were going on and i'm saying to myself no 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 the only way for these things to change is or for me to change them so one of the first things we're going to speak about this year is um i hope you guys are out there reaching out to the valuable people in your life and letting them know from the outset how valuable they are don't just contact them and say hey how you doing hey just checking up on you nah not good enough not good enough i want you guys to go out there and i want you guys to text i want you guys to call i want you guys to message dm email and say listen i miss you things aren't the same with you not around i don't care if it's a dude to a dude i don't care you know i said this to another man both of us very hetero and i said dude you our level of conversation, I'm, I'm not getting that from anybody else because we both bring out this level of engagement in each other when we speak. It seems as if, you know, there's shooting stars and comets coming down because, you know, things I'll say certain things to this particular friend while we're just talking in the in the midst of just normal conversation that just don't come out any any with anybody else. So it's important that that person is around because he says the same about me when we speak it's a two three hour diatribe we can't get off the phone there's so much to speak about it's politics and music family uh spirituality science so you know we're both science guys too so we go back and forth with with science and spirituality in his way and my way and we we agree to disagree which is awesome the best part is when he pushes back on things i say and vice versa and then we and then we're forced to um explain a premise you know i don't just hit him with the mm -hmm, and he doesn't do the same to me and um and we create that level of conversation and, and comfort and trust where he can feel all right just saying nah june i don't agree with that and i'm like okay cool and i go why let's get to that and that was missing you know even though i have other friends we have other great in-depth conversations with but this particular friend we had a brand it almost as if this it, it was unique to our personalities and he's in a another time zone i mean he's he's six in a six hour time difference for me we have these conversations we have to get all of our time zones and everything in order for us to actually have a conversation it's awesome conversation it's awesome um it's important and it's important to my life and i feel personally 
it's important it's important to my development going forward he's important what he brings to the table is important for me going forward so i said that to him i said all of that he's important to me in that way are you guys okay with saying that to the people in your life are you okay with saying to someone that's very close to you listen you're important to my development you're important to me. And I'm not just saying that. I'm not just using you to get better. I'm saying we make each other better. I'm saying that I'm there for you as much as you're there for me. I'm saying that I'm thankful and I'm grateful to have you in my life. I value you to the point that I want to let you know that I am available to you. My thank you to you is to let you know that I'm available for you. That's how I'm going to thank you. I'm here if you need me. I'm not just going to call you if I need to pick me up. You know, we have those people in our lives. You know, they seem to call us and they take all of our energy and they go off and have a wonderful day. And we're the ones who need the nap. We're the ones who are like, yeah, who that was draining. I'm happy to help. But then who helps us? So it's not reciprocal. I'm speaking about these reciprocal relationships where you both of you leave that conversation or that 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 meeting and go, whoa, that was great. You text each other later, but like, yo, that was, you know, back in New York, we used to call it, that was a good build. We used to call it building. When you meet with somebody and you're speaking about politics, existentialism, family, etc., that was a good build. You hit somebody later like, yo, that build we had yesterday, yeah, that was a good one. So that's how I feel. I have certain people in my life that I fell out of contact with for a multitude of reasons. I bridged the gap. I'm, I'm doing my part to extend as sincere and olive branch as I can and let them know why. Because you're, you are that, you're that dope. You're that awesome. You're that important to me. Are we letting the people in our lives know how important they are? Because a lot of the things that are going on in the world are letting us, making us feel quite infinitesimal, quite small. If you're looking at the airplane, you, have you seen what's going on on the flights these days? That was another thing. I was like, I'm going to travel during heightened anxiety, which the holidays always bring. Then you have heightened anxiety due to variants, a, a variable, a, a variety of reasons. So we have that. And then I'm going to go on a plane where you have a heightened level, a historic highs and violent incidents in the air. Now, just being in an airplane, and I fly. I used to fly a lot. You know, the last couple of years, obviously, I haven't flown as much. But I fly. I fly overseas. I fly all over the place, Asia, Europe. doesn't matter. I get on a plane. But it's not the most fun. It's not the most pleasant experience, is it? You have to be there at a certain time or else. you got to take off your shoes, socks, Crocs, all of this. People checking up under you, looking for things. I'm like, what you looking for, you know? It's not, the, it's got a line. You got, and then it's the whole, and it's the, this whole, I'm encased in this cylinder with wings in the sky for a certain amount of time. I can't leave. There's still that whole thing. As much flying as I've done over the last two, three decades. I've been flying since I was four or five years old, if not sooner. I th no, I'm sorry, three years old. My first air flight, two, three years old, I've been flying. I've flown my whole life. And it's still, eh. And then we add the security, then that x-ray machine where I'm like, hey, do we all remember that this x-ray machine was expedited through? 
to be part of our uh, check-in mechanism, security mechanism framework. You know, we do, we do recall, I do recall that there were certain scientists and doctors saying, hey, listen, um, that is a certain elevated level of, you know, x-ray technology that is going through the human body. So I think about that, like, wait a minute, I mean, I fly often, I don't fly often the same way as a business traveler does who's on the road every week or every weekend. That's not my life. But hey, is this okay? So, I've, so all of these things, all of these things are, are on my mind when I'm going to go fly. I don't want to take off my sneakers. I don't want to take off my belt. I didn't want to I don't want to be here 2 hours waiting for my plane. Yeah, I I don't want to do that. I don't want to be here 2 hours in advance just waiting. And then you want to make sure that your luggage you're thinking about your luggage and the valuables and this and that and the third and hopefully my my luggage is going to be waiting for me on the other side of this flight. Hopefully I make it to the other side of this flight. All of these things we don't know, all of these little, these micro whispers, these whispers that we tell ourselves, our, our, our subconscious is eavesdropping in all of, on all of this self-talk. And then you add, oh, you got to wear this mask. You got to do this. You got to do that. So now that's the reason why we have over 4,000 incidents in the sky. Incidents in the sky are at historic highs. I just saw a woman. I was watching a clip of a woman turn around. A woman, she looked like she was in her 40s, maybe. And there was a man, an older gentleman sitting behind her. And he looked like he could have been in his 60s or 70s, her elder. And she, this woman turned around telling the other man to put a mask on. She's speaking to him without a mask on, telling him to put a mask on. He refuses. People are filming it airport staff or airline staff because this plane is in the air i think it was going from tampa to atlanta or something like that and it's not so that means it wasn't even a long flight was it texas to atlanta or tampa to atlanta it's not even a long flight in any case she punches this man in the face this grown woman punches this older gentleman old man let's call it in the face this elderly gentleman he's obviously over 65 years old and you punch this man in the face because he wouldn't put the mask on and the man didn't stand up. He wasn't imposing. He was sitting down and she was towering over him. She was sitting in front of him. She was in the seat in front of him. She turned around and she's pointing at him. And she punched him in his face. This is what's going on. You understand? This is the heightened anxiety that people have been under over the last two years. So I'm saying that one of the ways you can let a little pressure out of the valve is reaching out to those valuable people in your lives and creating more substantive links and bonds with those people. Not just the text here and there. I'm saying get on the phone and call them. I'm saying get on and video chat with them. Video chat where you're both looking at each other, seeing each other's face and mannerisms and as well as listening to each other's voices. Engage your senses while speaking to these people. Don't be distracted by other things. There have been many times in my life where I'm on the phone with somebody and I'm also texting. I have my AirPod in. I'm on the phone with them. I'm texting. I'm on, I'm on an email and I probably missed a quick point. I can always tell when someone's distracted on the phone with me. There's that there's the silence that comes from someone listening and then the silence that's coming from someone who's not engaged 
completely because you don't have their complete attention. I can tell the difference. I go, yo, you there? And they go, oh, yeah, 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 I was just doing something. And I'm almost, I'm right now at more than an 80% success clip with my suspicions. When I go, yeah, you there? Can you hear me? Because it's not, it's, oh, it's the kind of silence that comes from disengagement. I know. And so now I just said something that I felt was very important or was important to me. And now this person on the other line, on the other side of the conversation, wasn't giving me their full attention. And, and at that point, let's just say maybe I'm not as engaged in the conversation either. You know what seems to uh, eliminate that? When I FaceTime somebody. Because now I'm holding the phone in my hand. I'm looking at the person. They're talking to me. I'm looking at them. They're, they're looking back at me. I don't have time to do anything else. I'm holding the phone. I'm talking. My mannerisms, they see and get all of that from me. So I'm just, these things may sound simple. I've, I, I know in the last few episodes, I've gotten away from a lot of the other talk. And a, lot, a couple of friends of mine were like, yeah, June, you've been really on some family advice show kind of Dr. Phil stuff. I said, yeah, it's important. I said, but the macro issue is I can, I can, I can always Take it from that micro perspective of family, which I find to be the the most revolutionary unit that there is man, woman and child. It's what it is. Family, man, woman, child, grandparent, uncle, aunt, neighbor. This is how things change and things occur. I can go macro and say the rest of the world is not going to care for you more than you care for your family and friends. So all so I always tune it back and I always bring it back to the fact that your favorite talk show host your favorite left-leaning or right-leaning talking head isn't looking out for you. They're not going to be there to make you food, to, to stay on their couch. To, 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 uh, you're not going to be able to get on the phone with them and just vent or send them a funny link or a meme or a short vid. They're not there for that. But your family and your friends are going to be there for that, to FaceTime and talk and just speak about whatever. Or sometimes you don't want to speak about anything deep. Sometimes you just want to talk about basketball. You want to talk about, yo, see what Antonio Brown did. He's, he's, he's losing it. Just to get your mind off of other things. Your, your, your other, those talking heads and those forums and those groups that we're in oftentimes, that's not their agenda. Their agenda is not to bring levity to a situation not to lighten the mood, not to get you in a better space. They have agendas. And their agenda is not necessarily to make you or, or make you happy or keep you happy. But you know, your good family, your good friends, that's what they want to do. So one of the things that I want in this happy still here, I want us to concentrate on is reaching out. Make that a point of emphasis over the next 100 days. Forget that. Make that a point of emphasis over the next five to seven working days, okay? Reaching out to those people. If you're not comfortable texting, if, you, if you're saying to yourself, wow, there's some sort of emotional block there, email them. If you're, not comf if you're not comfortable speaking, text. If you're not comfortable texting, email. But in any case, I want you guys to go out on that limb and say what you need to say to that person and let that person know how valuable they are. It doesn't matter how they react. They could say, thanks. And you go, wow, I was expecting more. No, do it without expectation. That's how you already feel about this particular person. No need. To, it's, if it's sincere, then say it. 
don't say it for a response that you find favorable. It's not what you're doing it for. You're doing it because you're an adult and you're letting another adult know how you feel and you're letting them know that they're important to you and you're letting them know in these troubling times and these unprecedented times, having the people that you hold in high regard close to you is important. Huh? That's, that's, not, that's not crazy, right? That's, that's okay. That's okay, right? You, you can do that. That's fine. And um, that's what I've done, and I'm doing it as we speak. I'm literally as we speak today. I have, I have to. I actually saw a notification that one of my former good friends responded to one of those long-winded "I value you and who what you bring to the table" text, and I saw it and I went, "Oh, wow, okay." And I didn't read it yet. It's over 24 hours. I, I, I haven't read it yet. I'm like, oh, I don't know what they said. What if they told me to go, you know, straight someplace else, right? But if that's what it is, then it's probably deserve it, and I will totally respect it. And what I felt or what I said would still stand, and I would not respond negatively to that, you know? So um, with, with that said, um, this is going to be a short episode, our happy still here, because I'm going to do this again. Uh, but I just wanted to set off uh, started off with that, with good cheer in this happy new year in 2022. I wanted to start off with that. I want everyone out there to understand that there, there most likely are going to be some things going on this year that are going to be as unprecedented as it's been over the last couple of years. And we cannot do this in a vacuum. We cannot do this alone. We cannot. It is not favorable and positive outcomes are improbable if we decide to do this on our own. If we decide to maintain these lines, these borders with our family and friends, ostracizing this one for their view and this, that and the third. And we have and being OK and content with having certain relationships on the margins that are very valuable to us and keeping people on the periphery that should be central to us. But yet we're making other things central and we're trying to put other things in place. And you're not going to be able to fill those voids. Trust me. Very, very difficult to replace valuable people. Very difficult. Okay. When you find someone of value who values you and you value them, let them know that. Inform them. Let them know. So with that being said, like I said, guys, go check out those journals. ChavezHouse.com and Chavez House Publishing on Amazon. Go to Amazon Chavez House Publishing. Go and pick up the, gra the Gratitude Journal, An Abundant Blessed Life by Lenore Batista, the Gratitude Journal. If you're a guy, pick up the Titan Fit Journal, the training log. If you're a, if you're a, a woman, pick up the training for my best life journal. That's for you. Pick it up. Get right. Everything that we're doing right now, I actually wrote down the names of some of my friends that I wanted to reach out to in the gratitude journal. After I reached out to them, I said, I'm grateful. And I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember what I said. And this is about 10 days ago. I'm grateful that I had the maturity to reach out to A, B, C and D. That's what I wrote. And I wrote their names in that journal just to let them know. You know, just to let myself know and the, and the overarching, my, my conscious and my subconscious know that this is where we are now. This is where we are. We're not going backwards. This is, this is how we're going to move forward. Again, guys, if you have any suggestions, questions, and concerns, you can always reach out to me via my Instagram, 
whose world is this 2021 that's on instagram my email is whose world is this 21 at gmail.com also my cash app is dollar sign june bow that's dollar sign j-u-n-b-e-a-u my venmo is also j-u-n-b-e-a-u june bow so if you guys have questions concerns suggestions kudos and if you're listening to me on apple podcasts definitely rate sub subscribe view rate do all of that good stuff it's very, very important to, to the uh, to the algorithm. And if you're listening on Spotify, definitely follow, share, share this stuff with a friend. We're, we're sharing. Sharing is caring. Let people know that this is this is the mood we need to get in. There's a, there's acrimony. There's people listening. You know, many people banding about different ideas online, doing this, that, and the third, getting into people's comment sections, going crazy. Yeah, let, let, let's simplify it. Let's quiet all the noise and let's get to the things that are valuable. We're going to speak about that on the next episode, which I will be doing. I'm going to segue into that uh, maybe tomorrow. Yeah, but until then, you guys have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.